Hi, I'm Jo and this is Mama's Talk. Um, So I'll start every episode by saying that while Mama's Talk is absolutely a fun show to listen to, it's also about encouraging honest chat about the good stuff and the rough stuff about motherhood. So it might be that the things that we talk about bring up or trigger difficult feelings for you. So if you are affected by any of the subjects that we chat about, then do seek out professional support from a healthcare professional. Often we'll be talking about maternal mental health. So I always link to the Charity Minds information on maternal mental health resources in my social media links. And I will add that link to the show notes as well. And then of course, any show subject specific resources will also be linked to in the show notes. Hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the second episode of Mama's Talk. Um, I've got to be really careful not to waffle too much, which is tricky for me. But I've got two fantastic women that I've recorded interviews with um, that I need to squidge into this half an hour. Um, Coming up at the end of the podcast, we have got um, a mini interview via... Um, WhatsApp voice note again um, with Nikki Wilson, who um, is a mindfulness teacher and um, she runs a company called Ten of Zen. Um, And she is going to be answering the same questions that the um, women in the previous episode and uh, answered on uh, self-care for mums. Before that, I'm going to share with you um, and talk with you a little bit about one of my favourite um, and perhaps most indulgent, I guess, um, self-care activities, um, which is wild swimming. I am talking to you now as I warm up after a very, very, very chilly wild swim. It was chilly and quick, but it was snowing, actually snowing. First time that I've swum whilst it's been snowing. And I think I've been going for about 18 months. Um, a couple of the really lovely mums from... Um, my boys' school do it, and I'd been kind of stalking their uh, Facebook and Instagram posts for a little while. Mentioned to them once that, oh, I really fancy trying it. And uh, um, one of them just really kindly invited me along, and I've just been like part of this really lovely group of women that go wild swimming really regularly ever since. Kind of last Christmas, I um, was chatting to a friend that I've known for quite a lot of years. Um, at an event and we back in the days when you could have events <laughs> um we were chatting and she said that she'd started going wild swimming and I was like oh yeah I've been doing that this summer too um it was just before Christmas so you know we were like yeah and I've managed to continue in the cold and Victoria had done as well so I have um Victoria and I sat down after a swim um uh, I think it might be a couple of months ago now um we sat down and I recorded our chat about her wild swimming journey. Um, and so that's what I want to share with you guys today. Um, I just hope you really enjoy it. Oh, I also forgot to add that um, on another occasion, for your amusement, um, Victoria and I recorded the uh, the sounds that we make when we get in the water um, so I'll add that on at the end of the interview as well. Um, they're quite amusing. Um, but yeah, so for now, here is Victoria and I sat on a lakeside um, having a chat. Hope you enjoy. Right, this is the first like proper recording that I've done for the podcast. I've had other people... I like how you say proper. <laughs> proper. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, I was slightly delirious. Sat on a public footpath. <laughs> or maybe we should explain what we've just been doing. Yes. What are we what what is our current situation, Victoria, right now? Um so I'm sat in my swim bag on a public footpath after just being in the water. I think we can say we did ten minutes today. Definitely. And I'm gonna say it was ten degrees on the duck. On the duck. The new thermometer. And we've just had a swim and it was gorgeous. It was quite magic. It was hard to get in this morning. It was hard to did you find it hard to get in this morning? You well, you went quite quickly. You all of a sudden you were in. I was because I thought if I don't get in, I'm not going to do it. And I, I am quite quick. My, John says I'm quicker than him to get in. And I think once you start moving, you warm up. Yeah, yeah. If you stand too long, then you're just going to get too cold. Yeah, there is that point of no return where you just have to think, okay, I'm just going to go. And it's really misty it's today. Yeah. And I wanted to see the mist. And where we get in with the trees, it blocks the view. You yeah. have to get in to get the reward. Yeah, yeah. But I did whoop to the world. Yes. <laughs> You're starting to shiver now. My shiver, yes, but I've got my hot water bottle up against my, my tummy, so that's helping. <laughs> so we do look slightly bonkers. We're sat, like Victoria says, sat on a foot bath in wellies and tracksuits and about 12 layers each. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after doing a Monday morning wild swim. Uh, how do you feel? I wanted to capture the kind of, we're, we're often quite giddy. Very and anybody giddy. that we've swum with, I think, is quite giddy afterwards. Because, I don't know, you feel a little bit like you can take on the world and everything's bonkers and you can't really believe that you've just done that. How do you feel? Well, I'm slowly coming down now, but it is, it's a feeling of elation. Yeah. You're really elated when you come out. Yeah. And you have to really be aware of the feelings that you get and make sure you do get dressed because you do feel like you're invincible you can do anything yes. you don't feel cold and it's that that little window and then you take that for the rest of the day don't you it sort of sits with you yeah 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 it does it makes you feel like you can do it does your mood is completely lifted yeah yeah there was one of the ladies that swam with me and she says you'll just feel like uh, the first time that I swam mm. and it was here it was here it was, was here. It here yeah yeah this is where my first swim was yeah and she said that you'll just feel like a, a warrior now for mm. like the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's so. nothing that I do that gives me this sense of elation this quickly. So do you spin though, you mm. and you teach spin. Yeah. Does that give a similar feeling afterwards, but it takes longer to build? Or I is think it just sometimes different? At, like you're know, right at the end of a spin track, and it's it's a different feeling because you sort of you push yourself to a complete limits, and you you're panting for breath, and you're hot, and you're sweaty, and and then you know you can have a, a you, I have to sit down and have a little a little think afterwards because yeah. I'm so tired. Yeah. But I can get that sense of warrior. Yeah. But it takes you know the whole ride. You know you get in the zone, but this is just so quick. I think. I think it's because it's so extreme mm -hmm. isn't it getting into that water yeah 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 it is is visceral the right word it's like quite a visceral response and it's really mm. um it's quite a posh word mm -hmm. i might have to look that up <laughs> fraser challenges me um to find good words <laughs> so, <laughs> it's fraser's fault <laughs> but it's really it's really physical and mm. you can't think about anything else apart from 
not not diet. <laughs> yeah. And like when I'm on the spin bike, I actually do a lot of thinking. I do a lot uh, of processing because there's the repetitive motion. Whereas with this, you really do just connect mind and body to survival, to I'm doing this, I can do this. And then, and you also have to be really aware of your body, don't you? Yeah. Because you need to know yeah, yeah, yeah. when to get out. Because yeah. again, you can get to that point where you think, oh yeah, I'm really hot. And actually you're going into hyperthermia. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You've got to know the warning signs and you've got to know yeah. your body. And everybody's, what we were just talking about, um, I've gone in without my gloves today. And you're talking about, oh, I'm not sure I could do it without gloves. No. Totally could, but you might not want to. It just means but everybody's body reacts differently. Yeah. And I think it really, it's a something that makes you really respect each other's differences, kind of in thresholds and boundaries. Yeah. And there's no judgment. Like, you, I could just go in for a minute and you could go in for 20. And we'd both be just as happy for each other that we've had a lovely swim. Yeah. And there isn't any judgment in that. But it's also really important that it's, like, it's quite a personal each swim's kind of like quite personal, even though you might be doing it in a group or with other people or just like in a, a pair. Mm. Yeah, I think you, know, you come to the water at different times, don't you? Yeah. Different moods. Like for me, for my cycle. So at the moment, I'm quite up. Yeah. Um, I'm quite light. And so for me, this is a very light swim and yeah. a, a welcome swim and a giggly swim. Yeah. But sometimes I might come and I think, oh, I just, I need to get into the water and I need to shift my emotions I need to shift some energy out of myself and then when I come out the water that elation has moved it yeah it's a, yeah often is some a need of mine and it does work definitely works for PMT yeah 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 that's great so can I ask you why you started I watched a documentary so when did I start swimming last we were camping, and our first one was Helmsley Outdoor Swimming Pool, mm. which doesn't sound very wild, but it just opened. It wasn't up to temperature. And so that must have been around the May bank holidays. And so I've stalked your Instagram and gone back to that first. I've seen your yeah. first swim. And you were all together as a family. Yeah, we were. Yeah. yeah, and I, so we all went. And um, so there must have been a documentary a month or so before that, and I saw it, and I just saw how it was all linked to mental health. And... Um, me and John, husband, um, were working through some stuff, just like, you know, identity, the kids were getting mm -hmm, older, mm -hmm. thinking about our fitness, and, and I just said, you know, actually, I would like us to do this, and I'd like to do it, but I'd like you to join me on this adventure. Yeah. I think it'd be really good for us both to have time to connect, it'd be something we could do together, yeah. and it'd be really good for our headspace, and I think it would help me. And um, and so we did, we set out on it and we've done a lot of, most of my dips have been with John, except for the dips I do with our ladies Yeah. when we're not in lockdown and restrictions. But I do dip with, with John and we dip a lot. Our holidays now revolve around yeah. water. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a documentary that made me think, oh. Did John need a bit of convincing or was he no. just like, yeah, I'm up for it? No, he's like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. That's he's very nice. like up for things. It's so, it's, I've said to you before, but it is really beautiful. The like the journey that you've yeah. gone on together as a couple. Yeah. And it's. And his, you know, him for, for getting in the water for John is a completely different experience to mine because he experiences the pain and quite, and the, the coldness in a completely different mm -hmm. way. And um, there were times when he was like, I can't do this, you know, mentally. Mm -hmm. So when he gets in, he has a massive whoop to the world, <laughs> a real joyous 
um, sound and it's quite defiant. You know, he's defied his odds, his brain, his his body. He mm-hmm. said, "I can do this," and and being able to overcome has shown him that actually he's really strong. Yeah, and I think that's the same for everyone, isn't it? When you yeah, get in that water, yeah. you think, "I am strong." Yeah, I, yeah. I give myself yeah. credit for. Do you ever feel like you're not going to get in? Um, no, I know I'll always get in because I'm too stubborn. Mm. You Determined. Know? Stubborn. <laughs> I'm stubborn. But yeah, I know I'm I know I won't I will get in. Mm. I will get in. I'll do it. The first time I swam with you guys was hard, but that was what, three point something degrees? That was very, very cold. That yes. Hurt. That, that hurt. was was that was Chris was it Christmas Eve? No, no, it was It was December though, wasn't it? It was a December dip. Because Christmas Eve we all had antlers on our heads. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't an antler swim. <laughs> but um going back to the start what I did do as well, I found the um, the northeast skinny dip. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, that's really interesting. And uh, that took John a little bit of convincing to join me on, but he said, "I don't want to do it." And so for what's that the northeast? Reason, just for anyone doesn't know, right? So the northeast it was um, started by a woman who has suffered with some mental health issues and said, "You know, actually." wild swimming being in cold water is really helpful mm-hmm. and actually we should do it naked and raise some money and do it for the i think it's the northeast branch of mine okay and it's grown over the years so there was about between four and five hundred people there really is that yeah, big last year and you just pay your entrance fee so it goes to mine to do a bit of fundraising and um, you all get on the beach and watch the sunrise and strip off. Is it first thing in the morning? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, so really beautiful. It was, and it was quite foggy, so the sunrise was really pink, the, the atmosphere. Oh. And then you all strip off like to the count countdown and go in the sea. And so everyone's, there's a countdown for stripping off? Yeah. I quite like that. That means well, you that you just kind of need to just, you like, strip. You just whip, whip it all off at that and then moment you go. altogether. Yeah, and then you go. And there's you can... no awkward moment like who's going to no. get naked first. And there's, there's like people there in the dressing gowns ready to just drop the gowns. Um, we were still in our pyjamas and coats. And yeah, we're all along the beach. And then you just go in and as you said to John, we'll just walk. And we just held hands and walked in. And, and actually, because everybody was naked, it looked quite normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there was the R and L I there for safety, <laughs> who were completely kitted up, <laughs> taking pictures for people. And because they had so many clothes on, they looked really weird. <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing here? Um, but they were such cool guys with all these naked bodies running around. And it was great for body positivity. Um, if you, everyone's got hang-ups yeah, yeah. and you could actually just look around at different bodies and it was really interesting and I was like I unashamedly looked at other bodies and went oh right oh that's your way okay and oh yeah yeah very good and um you know like John's like oh yeah oh, this is my body and yeah I think, yeah you, know, you yeah. take ownership of yourself yeah and it was joyful so so joyful was it a really amazing atmosphere oh just really happy and it was one of the best things we've ever done and we were booked on to do it this year but it got cancelled so we did our little mini one in the lake district (laughs) so after some after some convincing he's happy to go and do it again yeah yeah because we just got we just got so much out of it personally like on an individual and as a couple yeah um and it was beautiful it's just really beautiful and you know that that was a challenge to get into the sea yeah naked yeah and the, you know even if you just dip with your gloves on and your shoes um your shoes on and a swimming coat there's some protection yeah 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 but uh going into the sea 
complete skin skin to water. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. And um, you know the Reverend Kate Botley? Yeah. She went. Because oh, she's a wild swimmer. Oh, is she? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. The goggle box lady? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she was did you did you see her whilst she was there? No, I didn't. No. But I saw those pictures. It's interesting because the celebrity spot was then <laughs> naked. <laughs> Is that invasive? I didn't recognise her. I didn't recognise her. That's really funny. Can I? You don't have to answer this. Mm. This might be personal. But how, what has it done for you? Your whilst swimming journey together. What has it done for your relationship? Is it? It's reconnected us. Definitely. Um, I think it's in, it's improved our sex life. Brilliant. I do because it just it it clears away the um, the crap and the clutter, yeah. and then we reconnect and then we're like, oh yeah, actually, I love you and I want to be with you and then and it's such a physical experience as well swimming, mm. and then you know that physical, you know it just reconnects you physically. Yeah, I think yeah. as a couple, it's yeah. so um, that's been a bonus. And it's given us time away. You know, we've got three kids. Yeah. And even if the kids are sat on the riverbank, if we're in the river on our own, yeah. you know, it just gives us that moment to just look at Yeah, across. yeah, even if it's just five minutes or yeah. just that moment of connection together. Yeah, it really does. And it's something that is just ours. And we share it with the children when the water's warmer and they come and join us. But the, the cold water swimming is something that we go and we can just do together. And I think... That's really important. You know, lives are busy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. That's really lovely. I love hearing you talk about yeah. the journey together. Yeah, I think for John it's done lots as well. It's given him um, an, an opportunity to just clarify for himself who who he is. Yeah. Because I think men get a bit lost. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, you talked about it before, sort of around when the children are maybe getting older, yeah. not as dependent, yeah. in kind of Your early, 40s. mid-40s. Yeah, and you look around, I think it happens to us all. I mean, I sort of looked around and went, okay, I'm a stay-at-home mum, that's fine, I've got kids at home. And then I looked around and went, oh, right, the kids are all at school, mm-hmm. what's next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know husbands I think think I've got to earn the money I've got to keep the family going I've got these babies I've got these toddlers I've got this wife I've got to support everyone and they forget to support themselves yes yeah um I think that's really common and not often acknowledged that pressure that men feel and that they forget to look after themselves because yeah. pressure they don't acknowledge it mm. I don't think it's spoken about no and then I think it just it manifests in different ways, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then it takes a bit of unpicking. And so yeah, Wildstorm has definitely been a positive for for us both yeah. because it's allowed yeah. us just yeah. it unpicks it for you. And if something happens in the water, it's very it's magical. It's um, it has, I don't think you can sometimes put words to to it yeah. to explain just what it's done or is doing for you. Um, and people have different things, don't they? They have yoga and people like to do ultra marathons, but 10 minutes in water and you're done. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, 10 minutes in water and you're done. Um, I actually really felt that magic this morning um, when we swam because yesterday, New Year's Day, got myself in a bit of a tears, got like started putting lots of pressure on myself um, to have a wonderful New Year's Day and got sucked into scrolling and scrolling on social media 
and I was still in a bit of a fog today uh, when I got out of the water. I was like, ah, that's better. Done. So, yeah. Um, in the show notes, I'll put some information from um, one of the outdoor swimming associations. Um, so you can check out about how to get started yourself if you want and really important safety information. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed the chat. I loved listening back to that. Um, the journey that Victoria and her husband John have gone on to um, explore while swimming and, and where it started from, that's just like, it's such a beautiful story. Um, and I love that it's like been a family journey, a couple journey for them as a couple. Um, and yeah, it was really lo- lovely to listen um, back to that. Also really enjoyed forgotten actually that we chatted about kind of like men's and dad's mental health a little bit as well which is a subject that I'd really like to touch on um uh, I think that needs a whole episode of itself um because it's really important and something that's kind of affected my family um quite recently um but yeah more on that another time um so yeah I also had promised had nice um of our um interesting let's call them interesting um (laughs) swimming noises the bit where you get in uh yeah like I said in the in the kind of the interview it's quite it's quite visceral visceral is a good word word for it um uh I'll share those now I hope you enjoy swimming noises (laughs) thank you to victoria so very much for allowing me to record that and to interview you you're a very dear friend and i love our swims together and i think it was a really lovely insight um so thank you very much now as i mentioned earlier um we've got nikki from ten of zen who has really kindly answered the three questions 
um, that were covered in the first episode, um, all about self-care. So again, I asked Nikki these questions. Um, Nikki is, she's got some fantastic insights. She's really well placed to talk about the subject. She is a mindfulness practitioner, uh, runs a company called Ten of Zen Social Enterprise. And she also heads up a, uh, an organization called, which you've probably heard of, called Make Birth Better. Um, and I got to know Nikki. Um, she set up Ten of Zen around the same time that I started um, running um, Baby Mindful. And we went on to Instagram at the same time um, and realised that we've got quite a few things in common. Um, I've recently just been one of her courses. She was a speaker at Mama's Talk back in October of last year. Um, so, yeah, I was really just really grateful to her for contributing Um to the podcast as well so thank you so much Nikki um I'll link in the show notes to her um to social media links for her so you can uh, you can link in with her and, and and glean some more of her wisdom um but she's just going to share a little bit now okay so here's Nikki with some of her wisdom um first of all answering why self-care is important for mums and then I'll let it run into her second answer um which is what self-care she regularly manages to practice herself um some really lovely answers here from her Why is self-care so important for mums? I mean, there's so many reasons, isn't there? I think the most powerful of all of the reasons and for many the most motivating way to think about it is to actually think of what we want to model to our kids. So we do we want our children to value and look after themselves? Of course we do. So often I try and think of it that way. So the more we model to them the importance of looking after ourselves, the more likely they are to look after themselves too. In terms of self-care, one week varies to the next. I regularly take a 10-minute meditation practice. I try and do that almost every day. I'm a very keen napper um, and I, I often try and get at least one ideally two naps in over the weekend. And then when we're all at home, we've somehow managed to, um, by sheer luck, I think, (laughs) rather than design, engineer the fact that our boys always go upstairs for a rest in inverted commas after lunch. So I then often, uh, yeah, go and have a bit of quiet time. I'm also very passionate about sleeping with my phone downstairs. And another little thing is I try and blow dry my hair once a week, but I haven't managed so far this week. And then apart from that, I go in phases, you know, at the moment I'm trying to take a daily 30 minute walk with my husband because we're both working from home. I'm doing pregnancy yoga once a week and I'm buying myself nice late afternoon snacks, currently hummus and fancy crackers and a can of fancy fizzy water. Yes, I know, is uh, is the top favourite rundown. But thank you for asking me to list those things because like everyone else, I often think, oh, I know, you know I'm, I'm not very good at self-care. But looking at the list, I actually reckon I'm doing all right. 
Yes, Nikki, you are. <laughs> You're doing brilliantly. Um, considering how busy you are and that you're expecting and that you've got two boys, um, yeah, you're doing amazing. A massive pat on the back there for you. Um, and it's so true, though, isn't it, that unless we do kind of like list or what we are managing to do for ourselves or um, we, don't, we don't really realise, and it might be that we kind of give ourselves a bit of a pat on the back and go, yeah, we're doing all right in the self-care stakes, or it might be that it's a bit of a red flag because you've not been able to list anything so I think um the reflection you just kind of give me a bit of insight there yourself that um you yeah, the reflection is, is really important um so the last question that Nikki um kindly answered is how do you manage to keep your self-care routine guilt-free I think this one is all about learning to sit with the guilt um, and remember that the reason we feel uncomfortable is often because we care and it really matters that we care. And I also think again about what we want to model to our kids. So the more we think, you know, this is as much about helping them as it is helping me can help us to perhaps take the edges off the guilt. But I also often reflect a lot on this kind of intergenerational challenge where as women, Many of us, I think in our generation, hopefully have to sit with some of the strongest discomfort women have faced because many of our mums, and I know my mum, she didn't work and she definitely didn't model how to take self-care seriously. So I think it's much harder because I was not modelled that as a child. And then also just learning to let go. I mean, over and over again, no one cracks letting go and then that's it they can just let go it is about practice I don't think we'll ever feel like there's enough time to look after ourselves in all the ways we might like to and often something has to give so we have to say you know will I leave that next text email social media post and slowly learn that it's okay not to get everything done in a day and that we can learn to prioritise ourselves slowly but surely. Oh, thank you so much, Nikki. Those, all of those points, so insightful. Just like nodding away here. Um, the the intergenerational aspect of it is that's so important. Um, so that kind and that like links in with modelling for our children as well, doesn't it? And then, um, yeah, just knowing that we feel guilty because we care it's really useful to reframe the guilt um yeah just really really useful points there everyone just re-listen to that segment if you can um and i highly recommend following um nikki on uh, her social media um she also runs um a, a course called the zen or well, it's not a course it's kind of an ongoing thing called the zen squad um that you can join up for i think it's only like such good value i think like five pounds a month something like that she runs live meditations once a week and you get micro zones um and it's really focused um on on kind of the challenges that we face during motherhood so yeah just highly recommend um so thank you nikki i really really appreciate you taking the time to answer those questions it's i think really really helpful for everyone that's listening so thank you very much brings us 
to, I'm just laughing at myself because I've just tried to record this segment about 12 times, starting off with saying, so, and I obviously said that I was going to try and stop saying so, maybe I'll manage that for episode three, but um, what I was trying to say was that brings us to the end of episode two, um, I've really enjoyed producing this again, thank you so much. Uh, for listening um, if you are listening on a podcast platform do the rate review and subscribe thingy please that'd be really 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 helpful and if you're listening on Harrogate Community Radio thank you so much for supporting that too there's a whole raft of really interesting programs on there so if you've only just listened to this um, check out the other ones too the community of um, presenters it's really really lovely to be part of and the station brought us um, all um like a, a tree for Christmas, like one that's going to be planted in a rainforest, which was really amazing. So that's really gorgeous. Um, and yeah, I think I will stop waffling now um, and just say goodbye. And I will see you next episode. Bye.